There are some things that we kind of just kind of didn't, we didn't have any special singing or nothing like that today because of the ordination service. But, uh, there will not be a uh, choir practice tonight. We got some that's not going to be here, and since all today is Valentine's, some of you guys might be taking your sweeties out to special dinner, so, you know, we won't be having a choir practice at five. Uh, but um, we will be back in service tonight at 6 o'clock, and I hope that you'll come back with us tonight at 6 as we come back to, uh, uh, to um, worship the Lord again one more time. Hallelujah. Amen. Love the Lord. Say amen. amen. Hallelujah. God is good. All the time. All the time. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. We're going to get right on into the Word. We still uh, got uh, baptism to perform. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we're going to get right into the Word. We're going to be going to the book of 1 John, the fourth chapter, and we're going to read verses 7 through 9 uh, for our uh, uh, textual uh, Scripture reading today. 1 John chapter 4, verses 7 through 9. This is what uh, the Apostle John had to say, talking about the subject of love. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God. And everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. Notice there, it didn't say God has love. It says God is love. There's a difference. Hallelujah. In this, the love of God was manifested toward us, that God has sent His only begotten Son into the world, that we might live through Him. Let us pray. Lord, as we come today, we thank Him, we praise You for the privilege to be in Your house one more time. Thank You, God, for this service thus far. We thank You, God, for what You have done and what You're going to do. And I'm asking for Your anointing right now to rest upon us for the next few minutes as we attempt, God, to get into Your Word, to speak to us what You would have us to, uh, to say today. In Jesus' name, let the church say, Amen. You can be seated. Praise the Lord. I want to speak today on a subject titled, Living in the Spirit of Love. Living in the Spirit of Love. Many people are talking about love today since, well, the day's Valentine's Day. It happened to fall on Sunday today, so uh, a lot of people's talking about it. Uh, a lot of people just use it for an opportunity to make a bunch of money. But unfortunately, most people in the world who do not truly, most people in the world do not truly understand what the concept of love is all about. Amen. That's sad, but it's true. Most people in the world don't really understand the total concept of what love is all about. Now, I'm one, I don't know how you, you feel about it, but I'm one who believes that it takes a relationship with God and having Him living in your heart to truly know the meaning of love. Amen. I don't think somebody who don't have the Lord inside their heart can really understand what love is really all about. Amen. You've got to have 
God in there because the Bible says God is love. That's that's why our young girls shouldn't be going out here trying to tie them out with some 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 guy running around here that don't know God. Hallelujah. Because he ain't going to be able to love you like you deserve to be loved unless God is living in his heart. Hallelujah. You sell yourself short. Hallelujah. And that goes both ways. It goes both ways. Hallelujah. Amen. Most of what people call love today is more, no more than lust coming from a self-seeking spirit and attitude. Hallelujah. The reason why over 50% of our marriages today break up and end in the divorce courts is because most of them was built upon lust rather than love. They fell in lust with somebody rather than fall in love with somebody. Hallelujah. When you really fall in love with somebody, when you wake up 40 years after that, and you look over and see what they are now compared to what there was the day you said, I do. Hallelujah. You can go on my Facebook and you can compare uh, some of my pictures. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank God Sister Darlene fell in love with me. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Oh, my, my. Pray for Pastor. Hallelujah. Pray for Pastor. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory. Amen. Lord of God. Believe me, young folks, there will come a day that the teeth will not stay in all night. Hallelujah. Lord of God. I remember my daddy preach, stand up behind the pulpit preaching. He'd have to stop preaching and catch his teeth every now and then. He'd get happy. It's spit him plumb out. Some of you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Hallelujah. Lord of God. They say, they say that time heals all wounds, but it don't do much in the beauty category. Hallelujah. There is a spirit of love, that we as Christians can and should walk in every day of our lives. The Spirit of love will change and soften your heart so you can truly live without envy, prejudice, and the need to get revenge or feeling like you got to pay somebody back for some kind of mistreatment. Hallelujah. We got a lot of people call themselves Christians, call themselves being filled with the Holy Ghost. They got some envy in their heart. Hallelujah. Even in, it's hard to believe it, even in 2010, and it, 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 it's more so in some areas of the country still, still than others. But I'm uh, I, uh, every time still, if I go, if I go down uh, into Mississippi, a lot of times. Uh, 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 doing any kind of preaching or, or, or whatever down there, there's still an awful lot of prejudice. There's prejudice here too. It's everywhere you go. But I'm going to tell you, somebody's really got the spirit of love in their heart. They're not going to have no envy. They're not going to have no prejudice. And then they're not going to feel the need to exact some type of revenge or payback to somebody. Hallelujah. You know what I found out? I've seen it be true in my life. That I know I'm a child of God. I understand that I have a relationship with Him. And there have been times in my life 
that I've sat back and I've watched God handle situations where people have attacked me and come against me. My daddy took care of it. And if you'll let your daddy, he'll handle it. You don't, you don't have to, hallelujah, you don't, the word of even God says, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. Hallelujah. You need to let God take care of the situation. And you need to go ahead and forgive somebody whether or not they ever come to you and ask you to do it or not. Somebody's sitting back, well, you know, I'd, I'd forgive them if they'd just come and ask. No, that's a cop out. And that's not walking in the spirit of love. The Bible tells you you're going to forgive them whether they ask you to do it or not. Because you've got a responsibility from God's Word to forgive them. Hallelujah. You have a responsibility of God's Word to walk in the Spirit of God, in the Spirit of love, amen, and which in turn involves a spirit of forgiveness to where you're going to go ahead. Hey, there are a lot of people walk around this world that are going through all kind of health problems and all kind of stress and taking all kind of pills, and they can lay it all down if they just simply let something go in their life. Hello, somebody. Amen. Hey, that's a shame if somebody does mistreat you and somebody just totally mean and low down, but really they get in the last laugh on you because you're not willing to let something go and forgive them, and it's just eating you up inside, causing all kind of mental stress, physical stress, and everything else. Hallelujah. The best thing to do is to let it go, walk in the spirit of love and let forgiveness, well, let God baptize your heart in forgiveness, hallelujah, and then you can let God take care of the rest of it. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. <laughs> hallelujah. So, there's a spirit of love that we as God's children can and should walk in every day in our life. Hallelujah. Not just on Valentine's Day. Hallelujah. There's uh, two or three things that I want to share with you in in relation to this today. Number one, the spirit of love will promote self-sacrifice. Hallelujah. Ladies, you know, you, you can find out how much that man of yours really loves you by how much he's willing to sacrifice for you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The spirit of love will promote self-sacrifice. Let's go back in the book of Genesis, chapter 29, verse 20. You can put that up on the screen where you can see it. And this is how it reads. And Jacob served seven years for Rachel. And they seemed to him but a few days for the love he had to her. Why did you have to put that in there, God? So Jacob served seven years for Rachel, and they seemed only a few days to him because of the love he had for her. Wow. Hallelujah. Glory. Amen. Yes. And you know what? It turned out to be double that. 
it turned to be double that. I don't understand some of these women today. It don't make no sense whatever. Well, they get out and they work and they have to do this and do that. And they got, and just, and just so they can say they got a man that didn't come in there and lay up on the couch and watch TV and just, you know, and I took no kind of responsibility. Lord of mercy, hallelujah. I don't know what these guys got, but evidently it's something that I ain't got. It don't make no sense. When, when, when there's, when there's true love there, there's gonna be a, there's gonna be a, a willing for self-sacrifice. Jacob ran across this woman, man, that just captured his heart. And because that love was so strong, he made a deal with her daddy and said, if you'll let me have your daughter in marriage, I'll work seven years for you. Think about that for a moment now. Hallelujah. Amen. He made that deal. And then in the course of time, he went to his uh, daddy-in-law to be and said, Listen, I've fulfilled my bargain. It's time for a wedding. Laban says, Okay, we'll get a feast together. He got that feast and got plenty of that good old, old, old wine. Evidently, that fermented kind that um, uh, Jacob had, uh, as uh, the country song song said, I had one too many when one was a plenty for me. And uh, of course, you understand back then in Middle East culture, you know, still like today. I mean, people say, "How in the world uh, did he know that that wasn't Rachel?" I mean, they covered him from head to toe. You know, they had the veil on everything. And she kept that, this lady kept that veil on. Uh, inside they got into that dark tent when there wasn't no candlelights burning. And uh, after that feast, and he realized the next day that he wasn't Rachel, that he had married. Hallelujah. Whew. My Lord, talk about shock after shock. It was Rachel's older sister. Amen. The one with the ward on the side of the nose. <laughs> Hallelujah. And he goes, he goes to the lady. He says, what have you done? He says, well, he said, it just wasn't right. He said, it's our custom. He says, the older daughter has to be married first. And Jacob had so much love for Rachel that he was willing to work seven more years so he could get Rachel. Fourteen years. Think about that. Hallelujah. When, you, when you've got real love, folks, there's going to be some self-sacrifice. There's going to be a willingness self-sacrifice. There are some people who say they love, but they are always taken away from a relationship, but never putting in the relationship. Man? They're like sponges, always sucking up, drawn up. Hallelujah. 
But I'm going to tell you something, if there's true love there, if there's a real spirit of love there, it's going to make you want to do some self-sacrifice. It made Jacob want to go ahead and work for 14 years because he loved Rachel so much. True love will promote self-sacrifice and cause you to do things you wouldn't never do on your own. Amen. Jesus endured the torture of death on a cross because of the spirit of love which consumed his life. The Bible says, for the hoof of what the joy that was set before him, he endured it. Hallelujah. He looked down through time and he saw you sitting on these church pews this morning and he did it for you. Darlene used to sing the song, I wish you could get the words to him again. A beautiful song that it wasn't nails that held Jesus to the cross. It was His love that made Him pay that awful cost. He let this whole world have its way for one dark and dreadful day because of love, precious love, His kind of love, a self-sacrificing love. And you need to wait till you get somebody willing to get that kind of love for you for you tie the knot with them. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We all get too tied up and caught up into the moment. Hallelujah. Sometimes we, sometimes we get ourselves in a bigger, bigger mess in, in five minutes than it take 50 years to get out of it. Hallelujah. The Spirit of love will promote self-sacrifice. Jesus gave the ultimate example of that. What He sacrificed what He did. Then again, I'm going to move on. There's some other things I wanted to talk about there, but I'm going to move on because of time. The spirit of love will cause you to place other people first. Now you can, you can, you know the Bible says by their fruits you shall know them. And if somebody, everybody's, everybody's some kind of tree. Hallelujah. Come here, Paul. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Put your arms out here. Put them let them limbs. Yeah. All right. Paul here's some kind of tree. He's some kind of fruit tree. I didn't say fruit cake, I said fruit tree. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> and uh anybody walking up to a field to this tree, uh if 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 I see there's apple there. That lets me know that that... What kind of tree is it? Apple tree. It's an apple tree. <laughs> Thank you, brother. I only got you enough hot water. Hallelujah. The Bible says, By their fruit you shall know them. Somebody... And hey, I'm gonna, I've had to work with people at a, at a factory that it was just... It was just me, 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 me. All, it was all about them all the time. Hallelujah. And it's, it's, it's bad, especially when you're trying, if you're working on commission or peace work of some kind, and you got somebody on this side and that side, amen, they're there to get out all they can, no matter if you get nothing or not. Uh, that's bad to have to work with people like that. Now you can know somebody's fruit. You can, you can know whether or not they, they, they put others first just simply by watching their life. 
Watch how they talk and what they, what they do. Amen. They're always trying to push somebody else out of the way so they can get, get the spot. They're always trying to, they're always trying to squeeze somebody else out of the parking space in the, in the shopping center. You know, I've got, I've got to beat this one or that. I've got to beat that over to this. But walk, when you, when you walk in the spirit of love, you're going to begin to prefer your brother and your sister. You're going to put other people first. You're going to put other people first. Hallelujah. Let's, let's see what the, the Word has to say about that. Uh, Romans chapter 12 and verse 10. Be kindly affectionate one to another with brotherly love and honor given what? Preference to one another. To prefer your brother. Hallelujah. You're sitting at the dinner table and you're still hungry and there's only one piece of chicken in the bowl left and me and you sitting one across from one another. Honor your pastor. He ain't going to fight him. He said he ain't going to fight nobody that he sees pick up a big uh, a dryer by himself and hand it up. And he said, you know, hallelujah. Prefer your brother. If you walk in in the spirit of love, you're going you're gonna to be willing to put somebody else first. And you're not going to be thinking about yourself all the time. Hallelujah. This world is filled with way too many self-seeking people. They never think about somebody else's feelings or needs. When you live in the spirit of love, you will consider others before yourself. Let me give you a modern example. I mean, there's a term, there's a lot of terms today that, uh, that used to, there are words that used to, uh, didn't exist. You know, before the computer come out. I mean, there's all kind of terminology now that we got now just simply because we got the computer. And there's a lot of things now that we got that we didn't have. And I'm going to tell you something that's really bad. And it's something that you didn't hear about 20 years ago. And that's road rage. There was, there was a man in a car accident out in South Nashville here, uh, two or three years back that was decapitated. You know why? Because of road rage. Road rage is a modern product of a society gone simply mad with self-seeking attitudes. Some people, some, some, some folks, when they get behind the wheel, it's like a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. They take on a whole different persona about them when they get behind a wheel. Hallelujah. The pedals to the metal and the, and, and the knuckles are turned white and you better get out of the way. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. I've got, i got to get there first. Man, what time is it? You know, God, God gave me a lesson uh, several years ago. I, I used, I used to uh, uh, really be heavy on the, on the metal, on the pedal. <laughs> Hallelujah. And uh, uh, I had a, there was a man come. I don't know if it was here or where it was at, and preached a message about how the Bible says that 
that we as Christians are supposed to obey the law of the land unless it confl- unless they conflict with, with with God's law, and that we're supposed to do our best uh, uh, to to obey the laws of the land. And he he mentioned that. Well, man, I just kind of squirmed. You know, he was, you know, he he was on, on on my toes, and I was doing my best to get my foot out from under him. You know, and uh, uh, really didn't take take effect. I didn't really. See, but God, there's something happened. God, God taught, taught me a lesson one time. Uh, it was uh, when I when I worked for, for for State Industries, and we lived out in Pleasantville many years ago, back before I started pastoring. And uh, and I left and uh, uh, was uh, headed in, and I had plenty of time. I mean, Darlene always says that I always get two hours too early in where it goes. You know, like you know all. And but that's you know I mean that's 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 kind of me. I have I have had to me. I I I'd rather be uh, an hour early than be a minute late. I mean that's just you know that's just how I am. You know I I can't stand being late. And I'm, things happen sometimes they're late. But I mean uh, I, I I was taught that in a in a uh, in a salesmanship uh, course that I I guess took many many years ago. I don't know. But anyway I was I was headed to work headed Ashland City. And I got behind this uh, this old fella in this old uh, model truck, just you know, just kind of putting along, you know. And man, uh, I, I got behind him. I just could I just couldn't stand it. And those of you who drive uh, that follows Highway 49 and knows, you know, I mean, you got some hills and curves and and, uh, and all of that. Finally, it just it was it was just more than I could handle. I could I I, I couldn't I couldn't see. Very far ahead of me. I mean, it just and it was a, it was a double yellow line, but I just gunned it and went on anyhow. Had plenty of time now. Went around him, scared him half to death, <laughs> you know. And uh, and I just went on and man, I was just and I was just a cruising man, you know, just like I've done something, you know. I'm just I'm going on driving driving about fifteen to twenty miles over what the speed limit said, you know. You know, and I get on down there to the red light there, right there, at, uh, right by the uh, the courthouse station, sitting there, the red light, and there I, I sat, stopped at the red light, and I now to get to that point, I done risk my life and somebody else's life for what? Because before that light turned green, I looked up and guess who was right behind me, <laughs> just putting along. I spent twice as much gas, risked my life, his life, and maybe the life of some kids in a car that could have been on the other side of the road, Brother Travis. For what? To gain a couple minutes. Maybe. God looked at me, and He spoke of my spirit and said, Now, you dummy, was it worth it? Hallelujah. And there are people laying in the cemetery today simply because they couldn't, they couldn't wait a minute or two. One minute, two minutes, just killed them too much, so now they're dead for all eternity. Hallelujah. And I'm sorry, I mean, I just, it still just, it just, it still ups me. I, I mean, I know I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't in the trial, but I don't, I don't understand, you know, about that little girl getting knocked 50 some odd feet in there and losing her life because somebody's driving down the highway 70 mile an hour talking on the cell phone. 
You know. I mean, I, I, I don't know. You know, I guess I... Maybe I don't think the way some people think. I don't know. Hallelujah. But, uh, but anyway, let's, uh, let's move on. The spirit of love will cause you to place other people first. That is, it's not always just about me. Hallelujah. There's other people in this world, and we can all make it a whole lot better if we can learn just to live together and get along. Amen? And it ain't going to kill us sometimes to, to, uh, to give a, a few minutes to somebody else. Amen. To, uh, to help out. Putting other people first. One more point and I'm, go- and I'm going to close. The Spirit of love will cause you... Now, this, this, this one here is a little longer one. The Spirit of love will cause you to love those who don't love you. Hallelujah. The Spirit of love will cause you to love those who don't love you. Matthew chapter 5, verses 43 through 44. Jesus said this, You have heard that it was said, You shall love your neighbor and hate your enemies. But I say to you, love your enemies, bless those who curse you, and do good to those who hate you. And pray for those who spotfully use you and persecute you. Guess what, church? The greatest demonstration of the spirit of love is in the ability to show love to those who show you hate. Amen. The greatest demonstration of the spirit of love is the ability for you to show love to somebody who's not been showing you nothing but hate. Hey, it's just simply unnatural. To love your enemy, it's not it's it's not natural, right? Amen. You know, just follow me. I'm going somewhere with this. It's just simply unnatural for you to show somebody love who's been showing you hate. It's just it's just unnatural. But listen to this: when God gives you the Holy Ghost, He expects us to to demonstrate more spiritual and less natural traits in our lives. Yes, it's unnatural. Hallelujah. But the natural, the natural man don't perceive the spiritual things of God. That natural, that unnatural is that old flesh, that old man or that old woman you're born with. And it's not natural to love somebody who don't love you back. It's not, it's not natural in the flesh for you to help somebody that wouldn't help you for nothing. Hallelujah. But when God gave you the Holy Ghost, He gave you something supernatural. Hallelujah. You possess something supernatural, brother. Hallelujah. And that supernatural should be doing more for you than just having you speak in tongues every now and then. Hallelujah. It ought to be doing more for you than cause you to get up and run around church every now and then. Or dance or whatever it may do, which all those things are great. And I think we, we need, you know, we need to do more of it. Hallelujah. But also there's some other things that we need to demonstrate in our life. Hallelujah. That if you're driving down the road and you witness a car crash and, and that car all of a sudden just breaks out and the, and the front of it's burning 
and you and, and you pull over the side of the road and you go, you see there's somebody in there, and you go you go to uh, 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 to help them get out, and then you notice that you recognize them then, and hey, that's that guy that lied on me, caused me to lose my job. Or that so-and-so that did this or do that or whatever. At that moment, that time, that don't make no difference, folks. You hear what I'm saying? Hallelujah. Amen. See, sometimes you say God don't make it easy to be a Christian. But it does become easy. That's when He gives you His Spirit. Because when He gives you His Spirit then we've got the same ability within us that He had within Him while He was hanging on the cross. And before He died, He said, what? Forgive them. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Yes, some things might be unnatural, but God wants you to, every day of your life, wants you to walk a little Less in the natural and more in the supernatural. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I want Brother Darrell to get a song ready. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Lord. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not finished, but I'm, but I'm going to close. I, I've been talking about living in the spirit of love. Amen. Being willing to, to sacrifice a little. Being willing to place others first. Not making it all about you. And then being willing to help those who hurt you. Do you know there was a statement that Jesus made? He said, by this shall the world know you're my disciples. And he didn't say it was that you shouted or read the Bible or did this or did that. He said, but that you have love one for the other. By this shall the world know that you're my disciples. Hallelujah. Amen. God help us to walk and live more in the spirit of love. The word love, the Spirit of love takes over us that we become less like what we were born like and more like what He wants us to be. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Because guess what? Everybody in here could stand still a little more change towards the spiritual. Hallelujah. There's none of us made it to that point where we couldn't stand a little more change. Hallelujah. We're still growing. We're still learning. Hallelujah. Praise God for grace and mercy. Hallelujah. Thank God. Amen. When he looks at it, he sees the best in me. That's that song I've been listening to. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. Glory to God. Thank God. That's grace that enabled him to do that, sis. He sees the best in us. He kn- What that means is he knows that we can do better. I believe every parent here sometimes seen something out of your child that it, what kept you from really getting up, really been out of shape because you know as a parent, you know that they can, they can do better. 
Hallelujah. Amen. You know they could do better in a school work or in this or in that. I mean, you, you, they're, they're your children. You, you, you know that they, and when God looks at you and he sees a stumble and fall, he, he don't throw the clay away, as Sister Darlene says, because he, he knows that we can do better. He knows that we can grow a little bit further. We can go a little bit more. Hallelujah. Deeper in him. Let's everybody stand together. Anybody wants to come to pray for anything today? The altars are open, Brother Darrell. Sings a chorus. Hallelujah. Sleep. 